Hello listener and welcome to a brand new episode of the Keeping Up Appearances podcast, full of opinion, debate and football trivia with a hint of nostalgia. I'm Callum Murray and here with me is... Sean O'Hara, Bob Gall and Michael Tosh. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but we might judge a player by their appearance. As Let's get into it. Oh, doggo. Yeah. Can I see him? Yes, please. <laughs> mini, mini Golden Doodle. Ah, oh, oh, that's good. Funny name. What'd you say? That's a funny name for him. <laughs> <laughs> What's he called, Max? Binks. What like is the Binks or? Binks, Binks, B-I-N-X, like the cat from Hocus Pocus. Oh, how are you, Max? How about me? How are you? Oh, mate, um, just a few ground rules. You can't say soccer. You're not allowed to say cleats. Um, or oh, PKs. Yeah. I've been doing a few times by that. I, I penalty shots and upper 90 as well. Yeah, no, think, of that, think of that aren't allowed. There's so many things that are just like ingrained into what I say now that I wouldn't even know what they are. You're an authentic American, Max. I think I think you want to be saying stuff like that. I'll be a citizen this time next year. So. Yeah. Really? Just, if, you, if you start oh, saying... If you start saying like the same stuff as us, they'd be like, this fella doesn't even live in America. <laughs> I definitely say soccer all the time. No, it's impossible not to. Yeah, I want a bit of that. Yeah. Disgusting, that. The fans will be in the comments. Yeah, it's soccer, it's football, <laughs> mate. If Stop. I know our fans like I think I do, they will not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is, Max, it's you. So you're going to slag, you're gonna have to slag yourself off. Yeah, there's literally no fans this week now if Max is on it. <laughs> What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Max? Um, we usually go out the night before on Wednesday, and then we go around to one of the family members all day. It's it's like Thanksgiving food is like our Christmas food, but like they have a lot of it, so like you just yeah. eat all day. And like fo- the footballs on all day, which isn't usually, and then everyone's off on Friday as well. Do you have daft stuff like sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top and stuff like that? Because that's an abomination. That. No, we don't. We don't go that daft. <laughs> no, right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Relieved. Here he comes. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Well, the other dog on the screen, Sean. Ah, oh, man's not in. Let's Look see yours, Max's. Max's. He's being a bit nervous because he's on the thing. Yeah, we've all been there, Max. Can he not say his name either? What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, what is his name? Binks. Ah, like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. You got him one. <laughs> Maradona was a bit nervous last week when I had him as well. So <laughs> <laughs> if you introduce it, remember Callum it's Callum Max is on for Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, okay. we're all we're all thankful for Max being with us. Yeah. yeah. And then I reckon, yeah, teleport Everton and throw it straight to Bob and unleash. Oh, can I swear? No. No. If I can't, you can't, Max. <laughs> Family show, Max. I wear, wear my, wear my sound always sounds like it's breaking up. That's actually just me swearing loads. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to our latest episode of the Keeping Up Appearances podcast. We have our usual four. But we are pleased to announce that we are joined by 
Max Burns, our friend over in America, our number one fan, if you didn't know, keeping up appearances, is global. And Max is, is holding the fort stateside. Max, thanks for being with us. You all right? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Right, no, thank you. And we are celebrating Thanksgiving by having Max here with us today as well for, for the rest of our American fans. So, yeah, Max, make sure you spread the word. Um, but we'll move swiftly on to what one of us described as one of the biggest injustices in football. Um, I'll let him take, take the reins of this one and I'll hand over to Bob, who is going to, no doubt, go into one hell of a monologue um, discussing Everton's 10-point deduction. Bob, the floor's yours. I think I'm going to really disappoint you now because I don't think it's going to be much of a monologue, really. I think it's been hanging over us for quite a long time. And I expected us to be punished sooner rather than later. But the thing to infuriate you is the severity of it, really. I, I can't say understand the ins and outs of football finances. But well-known fact that we've been in a mess for years with the number of players we spent upwards of £20 million on. It was always going to happen. We were going to fall foul to the rule. And they're all, the Premier League are obviously going to pick on the so-called little little clubs before they get to the ones who've actually got a ridiculous number of charges like Man City and Chelsea. Initially, I was concerned that we'd be plunged straight back into the relegation zone with the points deduction, but the immediate reaction is one of solidarity and the injustice against Everton, which seems to have united the fan base more than it has been in the past few years, really. So, I said before we started that I'm almost relishing getting away, really. Us going up, going up against the Premier League, and I think Sunday will be interesting with the atmosphere and the protests against the Premier League's corruption and stuff like that. So it'll be an interesting one on Sunday. But um, to conclude, I don't really know what we've, what we well, I know what we've done wrong. I don't really know how wrong it is, and in relation to City, in, in relation to Chelsea, and I don't know how that equates to a ten point deduction. But I think with how bad the rest of the well, the bottom half are. I can see us being absolutely fine, even with this ten point deduction, and I think that would be quite hilarious, really. Yeah, I think um, some good points there. To be fair, Bob, I think there has brought that solidarity about, which I think is always a good thing. And I think again, Everton actually needed that as a club. Unfortunately, we seem to when things are going against us and we're struggling, but I think we we did need that as a club a bit more. That's kind of unity again with the, with the fans and, and, and the club itself and everyone involved I don't know where the 10 points has come from again I don't know the ins and outs of it all but I think the report stated we have had no sporting advantage from it so to give us such a heavy sporting punishment I think is unreasonable and I, I'm not too sure where, where that's come from um, and yeah I just don't go on what you say like the sporting advantage thing we've wasted a ridiculous amount of money, but we've done it by spending what twenty six million on Chenk Tosin and thirty million on Yannick Bellassi. We're never getting any sporting advantage there, so I should just forgive that that's kind not of waste of money. Though, is it? It is. Well, I, I, don't, so. I don't. That's why I don't understand the bit about the no sporting advantage. I think they is this this independent panel have decided. Yeah, Bellassi was a bit rubbish. You, you actually see, they get no sporting advantage at. I, I assume that means something else. That's that's my perspective on it. Like, how can 
how can they decide that we get no sporting advantage? You know, whatever you say about someone like Michael Keane, he's you know he scored the goal, one of the goals against Palace that kept us up, and that's a bit I don't understand. Well, a lot of it I don't understand, but particularly that. I think it's not necessarily, isn't it? Profit and sustainability rules, though. Yeah, that's it's not. That's what the difference is with, with like Man City's charges. Some of it is profit and sustainability. That's why I think this, like the team suing Everton for three hundred million won't work because it's all about just making sure that like if your owner took his money at the club, would you still exist? And that's where they went over. They just spent more than, yeah. than they had. They're yeah. all a bunch of grasses anyway, aren't they? So <laughs> I'm not sure it's too much to do with transfer like yeah, that's actual what transfers itself. It's it's I, I think that the charges seem to be relating to like as Max said, like sort of the profits and losses and things like where money's gone out and I think the stadium's obviously had a big a big thing in it and obviously there was the Everton I think all the way through I'd kind of like admitted guilt cooperated kind of work with it. yeah and, and cooperated with it and know that we alright we've, we've done something wrong here but here are the reasons why I think the four mitigating factors were like obviously Sigurdsson um, the, the war in Ukraine COVID and then like you losing the the, the name and rights um, for, for the stadium so I think it was that I don't think it's a case of like because we overspent on Balassi or Tosin I don't think that has sort of come into it yeah, I think if you look at like the net spend over the years, the last five years, I think we've I think we've only been in the top ten once out of the, like the league, um, but yeah, I think obviously we had those four mitigating circumstances, which I think is kind of fair enough. I think um, to be nineteen million over is like next to, next to nothing, and I don't, I don't know how true it is, but I think they're in the report they did mention the Sigurdsson um, case, and that you know we could have elected to sue to sue him and I think we would have got some like 10 million from him from that but we didn't for like I think for you know personal reasons and stuff and you know we ended up being like well so it seems not guilty so again that's just, that's just like a shame um, but I think there's a lot of uncontrollables with it I think the Premier League have been scared in the fact that they're under pressure from government to be, be seen to be able to regulate the clubs and I think they've been under pressure to show, right, okay, we can't actually do it and we, we can't punish people and we can't actually sort of keep control. But I think it's backfired because I think now government seems to be saying, well, this is, you can't because this punishment is just, it's just too excessive. But I think, I think it on, under appeal, I think it'll get lessened, to be honest. I, th- I think there's no way it stays at 10. And um, it, like this, it happening this year is perfect timing, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. If you were going to get one, you'd want you'd want it you'd want it this season, and I think you'd want it now. Yeah. I think it'd be horrible having it at the end of the season. Yeah, um, and sort of knowing, you know, that lingering over you for the last few games. Should you be in that situation where you're like, oh no, you know, those last few games doesn't even matter because we're potentially getting ten points. But as well, I just think that I don't know where they've got even the points thing from. I think you know Portsmouth went into administration and got nine points. Yeah, Everton spent nineteen million. I've lost nineteen million more than he should have lost, and. Again, ten points, but again, I think I think I was reading some stuff, and it's like, what's the deterrent? Uh, so if you know twelve points was the maximum that we would have got, what's the deterrent there for like a club like Newcastle or someone spending a billion on a team, winning the league by twenty points, and going yeah, take twelve off us, we don't care, kind of thing. Like what's what's what what's stopping anyone to do that? Yeah, There's well, different cases, though, isn't it? I suppose, like, you know, Man City's is 113 counts, you know, by all accounts, a big difference in Everton and Man City. Everton have cooperated and probably told everything. Man City are deliberately blocking and, well, allegedly anyway, and making life yeah. difficult for the Premier League. And maybe, 
you'd like you think that when it does catch up with Man City, which I do think it will, there's is going to be a, an even bigger ban. I think from my perspective, I think I actually am not too sort of upset and angry with the Premier League. Obviously, I'm upset that they're getting 10 points and I actually am not as confident as a lot of people are that we'll be able to survive, to be honest. I think a thin squad and lots of games and a relatively nice start to the season might be lulling a few people. I just think it's a frustration just that you think it's a wider issue really that, you know, you know, owners Everton have existed for, you know, 130 years and, you know, like have been in the top flight the majority of that time and just a couple of, some people come in and start throwing the money about and breaking the rules and, you know, that puts that under threat and you've seen clubs different to us, obviously, you know, people like Berry and lots of other clubs, you know, go under because some owner decides he's going to do this against the direction of the rules and things like that and it just, I think there should be a lot more questions asked. I know that Everton have questioned their owners and Everton have been questioning their owners for a while, but because of these people, you know, in theory, Everton could be relegated. And, you know, as Max alluded to, you know, there's clubs who are suing, and rightfully so, in my opinion, if Everton have got an advantage and Burnley and Leeds and whoever it is have been relegated as a result, if it was the other way around, you'd want them suing. And that could end up very nasty for Everton. So, you know, one person, one sort of few or few decisions potentially putting that in, it just doesn't seem right. And maybe that does bring in the need for this independent regulator or something. But that's my perspective now. I quite like, as Bob mentioned, I like all the anger and all that sort of thing. And, as, you know, Callum mentioned, Bob mentioned, I think Sunday will be very entertaining at the ground, very angry. And I, I'm looking forward to see that. And, you know, the first decision that goes against us and all that sort of stuff, you know, That'll be great, but I don't know. It's just that that's what I've been thinking, really, just alongside there. I don't understand, but I don't know. I, I haven't read the reports. I don't, I'm don't. i not an expert on, you know, financial fair play and football and all that, but I'd like to think that they've done the research and they're not going to throw 10 points at anyone without sort of just being able to, really. Have they made uh, big news in the States, Max? No. Yeah, what a thought of. Rude. <laughs> um... Well, like, did no one donate to the banner fund in the US? No. No. Um, I mean, it's on. It's on. Obviously, on the the football channels. I was going to say soccer channels there because it's it's more related to City. Everton aren't really the news. It's it's more City. Um, unfortunately for you guys, it it sets up. They never heard of London Donovan. <laughs> yeah, like US legend, best of all time. Um. It sets a precedent, doesn't it, really, going forward? And that's as a Liverpool fan, I think it's not like I'm happy that it happened. I think if you've broke the rules, then you should get some some sort of punishment. And I think it is harsh to do ten points. I don't think they can find them because again, it's profit and sustainability. If you you find a club that can't get any profit, then that's a problem. Um, but now all eyes are on City and Chelsea now. I think the jokes on Twitter all, all week about how City are going to be playing Sunday League football next year if 10 points is for one charge and they've got 115 charges. And then, yeah, like Callum said, where, where does it stop if clubs are fine and other clubs? If if City and Chelsea are found out of breaking all, the, breaking all these rules, what's stopping then Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea themselves suing Manchester City for those years? Because... Yeah. Man City's were actually it's actually for 2009 to 2018 it's not even the past five six years what what is really shocking is how Man City were charged before Everton were and it's still ongoing and like you said Everton have been really good with the Premier League and saying we think this is going to happen we're at this point where we think we're going to break the rules if we do this this and this 
should we be okay? And the Premier League said, yeah. And we still got 10 points, which was, I thought, that's why it's harsh. Um, whereas, like like Tosh said, Man City are doing everything possible to not help the Premier League in this in, in their case and making it just a nightmare, hiring all sorts of lawyers with all their money they have. And it, it's, um, I think it's the beginning of some some really big things in the next few years in the Premier League. How many how many ten point deductions would Man City have to have for Everton to finish above them? Do you reckon? Do you reckon it'd be the full one hundred and thirteen count? So? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we won't say anything about wanting City to get deducted until we see how many time, how many points Liverpool finish behind in this season. If Liverpool were to finish eight points, I'd want a seven point deduction. <laughs> yeah, just let let City crack on. Yeah, they're a good bunch of lads. Let them have a go. Let's see what they're cooking. What about uh, Sunday then? Any sort of thoughts? Do you reckon uh, Everton United, of course, for those who uh, don't know? It's probably still quite a good time to be playing Man United, isn't it, really? with their, They're still looking ropey at best. I think some will be, be at its very best on Sunday. Um, and it should be one of those games where... We win the we win the game for us single handedly. The fans, I mean, uh, atmosphere should be feral from the first minutes to the last. And as you mentioned before, the first decision to go against us it might be the loudest Goodison's been in about thirty years. So looking forward to it. And I do. Th- I, th- I think we'll probably snide a one nil maybe, but I'd bite your hand off for that. And it would be um, quite hilarious if. We immediately find ourselves out of the relegation zone, having been dropped into it. If it, if it, like immediately out of it, would be quite funny, I think. Yeah, I think um, I think I read somewhere Man United out over the last five games of the have actually picked up the most points in the league. So I think I know it's a myth. It's a myth. I think, and I think Everton have done all right in that last five as well. I think I think Everton and Man United are both quite up there, two of the form teams in the league playing. But I, I, I think United, when when I say fragile and a bit ropey, yeah, when they yeah, when they're under that kind of pressure, if they, if they come to a really aggressive Goodison, um, I don't think they'll be able to handle it. To be honest, I also read that I don't, I've, I've got nearly I've nearly got stats today because I can't remember them, but I also remember they've, they I think they've, they've they've only led for something like 190 minutes in the Premier League this year because they've had like so many late winners and late comebacks. As well, then Everton, Everton lead, and obviously it could be going right to the end. I'm just expecting like a typical Everton thing where you think everyone's going to be up for it, and you know, still score after two minutes, and it'll just go flat. Yeah, I'll be honest, Josh, I was thinking, I was thinking that before because if you look at like you talk about United being fragile, their injury injury list currently is massive, isn't it? They're, like Hoyland's yeah, out, yeah. I think Onana limped off on internationals the other day, and you think it's almost too perfect for Everton this. To the point where it, it definitely won't happen. I reckon it'll be 1-0 Calvert-Lewin doing a iconic Duncan Ferguson recreation of that goal from years ago. I know I'm going really specific there, but I'm just dreaming of that. <laughs> you do that quite often, Bob. How often I know, do you do right? Never. Never, yeah. Although you were right about, right about a world. We're going to follow. I remember that one. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So I'll, t- I'll take that, but... Yeah, I can just see it being... An iconic Goodison afternoon, really. Like to think so. I think my worry is I think there's been a few times we've played United the past few years where United have been on a bit of a dip, and you feel like, oh God, we should do it again. And I remember there was 
who played them under Van Haar when I think it was the day Howard Kendall had died. And obviously, similar sort yeah. of thing. You think Everton will be well up for this. This is no good. I think we've got to be 3 0. I think Morgan Schneiderlin scored for them as well, which shows how bad we must have been that day. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everyone's been playing well, haven't they? That's the, the, mad, the, the annoying thing about it is that it's sort of. If you feel like it's just a, a blow to the players because you, you were the first time I've probably felt for about three, four years, oh, we look like we'll be absolutely fine. You know, nowhere near that battle this year. They just look very good. But, you know, got eight games in December, I think, Everton, I think, you know, a very thin squad, unable to make substitutions. I think you're going to have to make sure they pick up the results in them games. And the likes of Sunday's a very good chance. You think they, I think I think they sort of need to win to make that statement of getting out yeah, the relegation zone, I think. Something like Bournemouth play Sheffield United or something like that. There's a fixture like that this weekend where someone's picking up points. You know, I think we know from the years gone by where when you're in that relegation battle, someone always seems to be playing someone else for someone's guaranteed points. So you've just got to make sure you pick up your points when you can. And I think at the start of the month when we're not as busy, we need to be looking to win on Sunday, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think like last season, though, like anyone could have went down. But I yeah. feel like this year, like the, the teams at the bottom are just so bad. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, they all end up beating Liverpool at some point, like Luton did. <laughs> but Luton, Sheffield United, is Burnley down there as well? Yeah. I just, I just feel like they're all locked to go back down. And like like you said, you get that. If you had that win on on, on the weekend, it'll, it'll be fine. But the question, the question really is, is how quickly after Man United score do you all start booing again? Immediately booing the, booing the Premier League, Mark, Max. Come on, yeah, a bit, yeah. It's a different party we're booing. I was saying booings. <laughs> <laughs> There's a name for the episode, sure. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, I don't know. I think I to be honest with you, out of them three, I think Luton look the most likely to stay up these days. They look like they've got something like, you know, they're gonna fight for points. Someone like Burnley just look like every time you go near them, you're gonna score and they're never ever gonna score past you. And again, I think I think that think... was I'm sorry, Tosh. No, go on, carry on. No, I was gonna say I think that was always the case though, wasn't it? When even in the playoffs last year, it was like Luton got through those playoffs purely just because they had a bit of fight in them. Yeah. Like, the teams they came up against weren't great, but like Sunderland seems to have a bit more about them in terms of the squad. Luton just wanted it more. And then you've got like Sheffield United who've just been mismanaged so badly. I just yeah. did I, I never thought there was any coming back from them. And then Burnley, in my opinion, company's just being a bit too stubborn. And for some reason, it seems to be the only person on the planet that can't see the issues with the squad. And it's sticking with the exact same system with the players that can't do it. So I think purely on a on a fight basis, having a bit of fire in them, I think Luton probably will stay up. It's just who goes down instead, whether it's the likes of Bournemouth or and Everton now. Yeah, Bournemouth won two out of the last three. I think, you know, a lot of people were tipping that manager to be quite good Bournemouth, so you wouldn't be surprised if they sort of have a bit of a turnaround. He looked you know, they won I think they won two of the last three. Certainly the last two home games anyway. But you do think it would be the three, but it's whether we get sucked into it now with 10 points less maybe. But again, you know, we should have enough. You know, if you said now from the last 26 games of the season, can you get three more points than Luton, Burnley and Sheffield United? You'd like to think the answer would be yes to that, wouldn't you? Right. Should we do some predictions then? Oh, God, yeah. Go on, Sean, I've you go first. Since you always just take a goal off mine or add a goal to mine, you've got to go oh, first. No. I've already gone first. Oh, yeah, oh, Bob's got a very specific 1-0. One, 1-0, one one Calvert-Lewin, 83rd minute. Wow. 
you know what? I'll go. I don't want to like rain on the parade. I won't go as far as a United went because Callum will kill me. Sorry, Bob's just <laughs> muted me. You're not allowed to set. You're not allowed to go against us, Sean. I, I've just said I'm not doing a United win, but I am going to go for a draw. I just can't see you. I can't see everything getting the fairy tale. I just in the way everyone wants. I'll go a one-all draw, which I think in in the greater scheme of things, still a good result, isn't it? At least say it's going to be a late equaliser for us. Sorry, yeah, I'll go one all. 23-minute, 23-minute goal for United. And then we'll equalise in the 79th. Calvert-Lewin. Sorry, Calvert-Lewin. Better. I've had a Superbox chilling in the fridge all season for Beto's <laughs> first Premier League goal. Be out to date, be out to date by the time he scores that. Rose and solid. Yeah. I reckon you just I reckon you do it next time he kicks the ball correctly. <laughs> just as long. More likely to score. What longer? I, I reckon he's more likely to get one off his backside than actually kick the ball properly. Callum prediction. I'm gonna go two and eleven. What minute? <laughs> uh, these were the at, the end, at the end, once it's finished. Um, I think we'll take the lead on the th- 11th and then we'll score the second on the 68th. No, 69th. Oh. I'll go 2-1, Evan. Max, oh, Max, spoil the party. I'll do the same someone else. Does that have to be something different? No, it can be the same. So I was, I was going to do 1-1 one, one as well. I think... I think Everton score really early, five minutes into the game. You all get super hyped about it, and then Man United score like the ninetieth minute to ruin the party. Sounds good. Super hyped, <laughs> very American. Then there's a spirit Americanism. So we won't be super hyped at the soccer. I don't think Tosh has ever been super hyped. I think Bruno Fernandez puts him in the upper ninety. I only get super hyped for the start of Maroon's Five, Sean. You know that. <laughs> Good link. Very good link. So, Maroon 5 this week. We'll uh, firstly recap last week. So, last week's was football and returns. And a very close one was won by Pogba with 41% of the votes to Bale with 37%. So, Pogba's doing the elite footballers, the Charlton's, Van Basten's, the Jason Kumas's, all going to be marooned on the island. And this week... We're going to do an American-themed one for our esteemed guest. So what we're thinking this week, a slightly different idea. We're linking back to the old 90s MLS days with the way they'd finish a game with an American shootout or a goalkeeper wars. We're going to come up with a creative way or non-creative way to finish a game after 90 minutes if it's a draw. So we're going to come up with the most creative, the most effective way of finishing a game. Does anyone want to go first? I don't like picking. I'll go first. Thank you, Callum. Okay. Can I just say as well, is that back-to-back Maroon 5 wins for, for me? It is, yeah. Well, again, no. once, when, when you steal the obvious one on the day that we're going to do it, I reckon... It's a Dan and Pogba. Yeah, I've, I've just, tweeted, uh, just tweeted that, to be fair, Callum. Just put right. another win for Callum. But again, as Tosh says, that's two obvious ones. If it wasn't. Zidane literally, we had to change the obvious one 30 seconds before we did it because you took Zidane. Not a chance. Not a chance. Anyway, 
That's not going to get you to the top of the league table anyway, as it can't because you don't get any points. Doesn't matter. It's Maroon 5, Bob. That's, that's, that's a it's real All quiz. that matters is this, as you know, Callum, all that matters is the current Maroon 5. Once Correct. they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Out of sight, out of mind. Anyway, I'm going to go with something that was similar to the the inspiration for this Maroon 5 with the old sort of hockey-style penalties that used to be popular in America. And I'm going to go with uh, an attack versus defence 1v1. So my idea would be that each team, so you'd put forward your five attackers, put forward your five defenders. Each team would do that. You have to pick the the order of them without knowing the opposition's order. Um, and it would be an attack attacker-based defender, 1v1. They'd have 30 seconds to score. They'd pick the ball up from in the centre circle. They'd have 30 seconds to beat the man to try and score past past the goalie. I think it's a, it'd be an exciting way to do it. I quite like 1v1 one, one one just in the game. I think 1v1's a, a sort of an exciting part of the game when you see players who are skillful and tricky and you know those kind of players get people off the seats. Um, and I just think that'll be like an entertaining way to 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 fit to finish the game. Um, and you know, it you're getting kind of everything in that you're getting that athleticism, the skill, the the speed, um, that side of, with the attackers, but then also you, you know, you're pitting the defenders against that and people who are really good at one v one defending who are strong and fast and can get the foot in. Um, and then obviously you've got to try and put it past the keeper. But yeah, I think that would be an exciting way to finish a match. Uh, possibly more, you know, skill involved and more exciting than just playing penalties. Um, and it probably just takes the old style, you know, American hockey penalties to a bit of a next level um, with, with some good old fashioned 1v1 play. So, yeah, that's going to be my shout for the best way to end the game an attacker based defender 1v1 situation. Any other thoughts? Just sounds like a smaller game of fussy, really. Possibly it is, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just gone from 11 aside to 5 aside right, don't, don't spoil my thunder Bob come on it's not 5 aside it's 1 1 on 1 it's, no, no 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 it's not 5 aside it's just it's 1v1 so you like each would have a, each team would have a go at attacking in a 1v1 situation it's not 5 aside so like you picked so you... it was Everton against Manchester United yeah Brian so first it might be McNeil be going up to against Johnny Evans correct something along those lines yeah, oh, right, be a one v one. You have to try and beat them and score within thirty seconds. It's not like a, a five aside. Oh, that's what, what I thought you if, were talking about. What happens if like Van Dyke elbows Donald Cavalier in the face? That's in a the good point. Game. It goes to the attack. It's red red cards equal goal max. <laughs> <laughs> or he could he could just get Pickford to sort his knee out. It could do. Yeah. Could do. That's a good point from Max there. So you, there's a, a foul. It's just a media goal. Yeah. Does the foul go to VAR? Foul doesn't go to VAR, Max. <laughs> Referees on field decision only. Do they have to go past them or can they just like shoot and like, get a yard and shoot? Or is it a case of... No, you can get a yard and shoot. Defenders have to try and block it. They're just going up against them 1v1. The, the goalie's in, in the goal. Defenders there. 1v1. See what you can do. I'm thinking, could they do it like. Uh... You'd want the elite versatile. You could do it sort of like in a like Ryder Cup pair and thing. You'd want like you know, you wanted to see like John Rahm versus Scotty Scheffler like in the Ryder Cup. Could you have like the 
we are picking in a way where you've got to have the best be the best. Best be the you best. Know, you could uh, my 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 idea was that you wouldn't know who you're coming up against. Yeah, I, I, I it more, more exciting. My way could be rigged, I suppose, couldn't it? But no, you say if Man City are playing Real Madrid, you'd want Vinicius going up against Kyle Walker, wouldn't you? You'd want to see oh, that. Yeah. You could I'd even it up the other way, saying City have got to play their worst player against our best. Yeah, I just thought it's exciting that, like, that what you've just said there, the Vinicius versus Kyle Walker, it'd be good to see that and just a little quick yeah, yeah. 1v1 to do it. Another thought I was thinking was if you would do it, so say they do a coin, uh, a coin toss and whoever won that would decide if they are the attacking you team or the defending team. So, so you, wouldn't, yours, you, <laughs> you wouldn't both be attacking. You could you could say, okay, we're the, we're the attacking team, you're the defending team. And no goal is a point for the defenders. And then who has the most after five? But I'll go with they can both attack, you can both defend. I mean, I just put another idea for that, and you come on. Correct. But there you go, there's, there's my idea. Yeah, That's so. fantastic. Very interesting. Could we? Well done if you yeah. understood that. You were speaking in tongues for part of that, so <laughs> I think I think it was actually reasonable to follow. I understood it. It doesn't help that I wasn't listening for part of it, so <laughs> I was making... heard one on one defending and thought this is my game. I was making the <laughs> wheel. I'd be the only one to be picked for both, Callum. You know that. I'd attack Not and off. defend. Not off. Could you be in both? Yeah. Right then. Go on, Sean. You go you go next. Okay. So well, let's hear this then. All right. I've actually planned a little intro for it, which would all become part of the branding. Okay, so you've asked me the question. I've got the answer, specifically, and the answer. Yeah, I like it. You having that one, Cal? I like that. No, that was good, though. <laughs> React then, come on. He's, he's <laughs> abs- no, he's wow. just absolutely gutted that he didn't think of it. I'd, yeah, react, I'd, rea- I'd react the way everyone else would react and say, who is and the answer? <laughs> Callum knows. I, know I also know as well, but I think most people probably don't. Well, I don't. Google. Okay, Google. Do you know Max? No. No. You will do Max. Come on, no, Max. You definitely will. Oh, do you know him, Bob? Striker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard Callum talk about that programme enough to know when the answer is. Griffin, <laughs> shout out to Griffin. Come on, Spreshin. Spreshin, <laughs> yeah. However you say it, Spreshin, yeah. <laughs> Right, so as you can tell, well, you can't if you don't know who the answer is, but my my challenge is Wayne Rooney, Street Striker Inspired, which, for those who don't know, it was on the telly about four, 15, 10, 15 years ago, and it was Wayne Rooney going out into urban cities, specifically Manchester, and trying to find the best street footballers. So I thought, similar to Callum in a way where Rather than just having it as a dead ball situation, I'd want to see a bit of excitement. I'd want to see a bit of skill. So there's three challenges within within mine. So each player takes on three challenges, all within, again, 30 seconds or so, but it'll all make sense. Just bear with me. So extra time's happened. It's still tied. We go into... What would well? I haven't got a name for it. Leave it with me. We're going still to... tied. You're going very American there, Sean. Ah, oh, sorry. Still deadlocked. Imagine from the goalposts, two lines are drawn to the halfway line, parallel. That's your arena. Okay, that's your that's your pitch. On the halfway line, we get a big crane, and on there is a number of a number of footies. 
Is this happening on the same day as the um, the game? Or? <laughs> no, you have to come back tomorrow. It'll know, I'm telling you, the way the way the FA have got it now, it'd be smooth as anything, I'm telling you. They'd have and the answer there is like advisor, he'd sort it all. So if you say you had two teams, three players, you choose one of them, the other team choose one of them, and your goalie is the third player. They're your three players who are taking part. Okay. And the challenges are as follows. On the crane, a, a ball is dropped. The player obviously has to take it down, keep it within the D, which is obviously now a lot smaller due to those parallel lines I mentioned before. When they've taken it down, they've then got to run to the other D with the ball obviously still in their control. But the ball boys are going to be fizzing balls across trying to knock <laughs> bear with me I'm telling you it'll work I think there's an element of my suggestion in this but I like oh, it carry so on great minds Bob did you have so, that? did you have the ball boys fizzing balls in That's not, not, not quite but carry on John. Yeah, so they're doing those like daisy cutter balls just fizzing them across trying to knock the ball out the stride and your chosen player the other team's chosen player and your keeper I've got to try and keep it so if they don't take the ball down and keep it in the day, they, lo- they lose a point. You start with 10 points. Every time their ball is knocked by the other balls from the ball boys, they also lose a point. When they get to the day, unchallenged, they've got to hit the crossbar. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'd be great. At the end of it, however many points they've got, all three players, they get added together. The team with the most points out of 30 is your winner. If it's tied, you have a traditional penalty shootout. No, no, not penalty shootout. Just start with that. <laughs> you have a traditional penalty shootout format, but instead it's crossbar challenge and it's sudden death. That okay. it? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I, li- I, I like good that. Luck putting, good luck putting that on a Twitter poll. Just say just say street striker or land the answer. I actually think the... go. I'm gonna re-record that and it'll make sense, I promise. <laughs> no, it made, it made sense to me. I listened, so it was good one. I listened to that one. I've got a few, yeah, I think there's I like a few it. logistical issues. My biggest issue is that you said after extra time, surely you can't be having extra time and then that. <laughs> How long is it going to take getting the crane into getting the crane into the ground? It's gonna take about six hours. How do you, you get a crane into Goodison Park? They'll just be waiting there in the corner. You've got cranes around, so you'll just to... wheel them wheel them down. Wouldn't you have right. to move the crane off then to do penalties? Didn't you say penalties as well? Oh, uh, no. You ain't here, Max. It's a penalty format, but it's crossbar challenge. Uh, and, and, it's, own... and it's happening in the end goal. The crane's on the halfway line. You're, you're laughing. Oh, all own... I'm saying is a good job I was on mute for that because I was laughing the entire time. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> my, my other point would be, are the ball boys independent? Because why would Everton ball boys be trying to kick the ball away from an Everton player? You know what? That's a very good point, Callum. Have to get another trying to take his place in the team. Yeah, so yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to ship in some third-party ball boys. Could yeah. they not just be the other members in the team? No. Okay. Yeah, that was stupid. Unrealistic, that Tosh. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, all the log- logistics worked out. I think that's fairly successful. When you agree, yeah. 
I'm I'm voting for yours, Sean. Nice one, Bob. I'm voting for mine as well. Uh, uh, again, I don't even know what you're going to put in the comments on Twitter for people to vote to that. Street Striker. It's like the and Ball Boys or something, I don't know. Yeah. No, street, it's, if I say Street Striker, I bet you everyone will think about what I've just said instantly. Yeah. They just, how, are they drawing, how are they drawing the lines on the pitch? That referee's foam, they have. Well, that, that, that goes after like five minutes. Yeah, that's train it. the Ball Boys and spray and, and like well, passing. The linesmen, <laughs> the linesmen, the way they do that side shuffle, they're just doing it the whole time, spraying the lines. But they even get like something on the shoes or something to like spray it so they don't have to like, you know what I mean? Just coming out the shoes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you know Works. what? I'm fairly, I'm fairly. I had a few questions, but you've answered them all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So thanks for that, lads. Uh, I look forward to Jason Kumash having a go at that on the island. He'd be great at it. He would, he'd be unbelievable. I don't really know it's about how you move on from that one. I think anything else is going to look a pretty I reckon in, in the episode there. I imagine Bob's is going to be a bit mad as well, so we'll leave Bob to last. Max, do you want to uh, step forward? I was about to say, how do, you, how do you actually follow that? I didn't want to, so I'm going to follow yours. I expect yours to be Great. worse. Well, what I actually what I actually wrote down is that I didn't want to I didn't want to do something that like changed, changed the integrity of the sport. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did show either. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <clears throat> I went for next goal the winner or golden goal. Actually, a bit of football trivia for you. Do, does anyone know the last time golden goal was used? Um, in a an official match like FIFA sort of thing, or yeah, two thousand and two. Yeah, was it actually? Yeah, two thousand two <laughs> World Cup quarter final. <laughs> Turkey beat Senegal in the quarterfinal. Yeah, so I was thinking about that and sort of inspired by like even when we were kids playing playing in the park or playing in the streets or, or at school and someone was shouting next goal the winner. Also at the American sports, so baseball and basketball play until there is a winner. Um, it can go badly though, I would say, because I, I was also thinking about what Tosh said, effective. There was a game in the World Series in 2018 with the Red Sox, which is a team near me, that went a full game afterwards. So they went nine innings. It was it was tied. And then they played a f- another nine innings because no one could win. And the game lasted seven hours and 20 minutes. So I don't think that's quite an effective way of doing it. Do you know of any cranes in Boston? No, they shot in the field every inning with someone running around with the magic foams right continuously. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would also change maybe how people approach the game, knowing that you have to win or there's only winning or losing. I think, I think I always think about Anfield, for example, teams come to Anfield a lot and just park the bus and try and get try and get a point or try and catch us on the break. Would that change, knowing, knowing that you can only get three points? Um, you might get teams whose distinct style, like a Sean, Sean Dykes team, for example, who play a certain way, might actually do a little bit better playing in that way. Think about the World Cup final, possibly one of the best World Cup finals we've seen, Argentina, France. Would that game have been different if it had continued on for another 20 minutes and it was, and it was a golden goal? Would France have probably won that game? I'd, I'd probably say yeah. Wouldn't Argentina <laughs> have already won it though by a golden goal? Good point. They would have. But yeah, it would be something like you'd play, you, you could do 15 minutes again, just continue 15 minutes on limited subs to keep it fresh. Um, yeah, that's what I went for. Golden goal. Very original. Yeah. 
Easier to understand than the rest. I like the way you said yours was inspired by a baseball game and not Golden Goal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was inspired by Golden Goal, but the same Golden Goal, the reason why it stopped is because he had penalties after and no one would actually, everyone would just play for penalties. There's no no threat of penalties. um, Do you remember Silver Goal? I was about to say, I think Silver Goal is better. Silver Goal is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't that much? <laughs> well, I was I was thinking you were going to say something like you've done gold, you're silver, you're going to bring bronze, but bronze goal in and give come up with a new idea. Whoever scored the third goal, yeah, whoever scored. What's the most famous golden goal? Would you say? I've got the right answer here. Trezeguet, isn't it? Yeah, I've got to be. Time up with that. Euro two thousand. That one. He's... Liverpool won the UEFA Cup, didn't they, in two thousand one by a golden goal as well? I think. Yeah, yeah, on goal. Mm. I think Germany won the Euros '96 player as well. But anyway, uh, I th- yeah. I think it's a good shout, Master. I think I like the way you you know. When you say Max, should like... you mean the fellow invented in 1990? Yeah, or... yeah just via Max. <laughs> I think the the idea of that it's it's similar to like playing football as a kid and stuff. I quite like that idea of it. That you know, next goal the winner. If uh, if the players' mums have made the tea and he needs to go in, so it's mm. next goal the winner or something, then they can do that. But yeah, Max, like the way, the, way, the way you ruined yours, Callum, by saying about like not, not explaining. I think Max ruined his own eye with the World Cup with Argentina and France because you would have been robbed of that last that like <laughs> even that last chance of the you know, like him save him saving from Colombani yeah. and then the Martinez head down, down the end. So you sort of ruined it for yourself there, Max. You're doing well. That's what you're there for, Sash to correct me. Thank you. Right, <laughs> I say I think we'll leave Bob's, which I'm guessing is going to be just as absurd as sure at the end. I'm going to go with one mine, which I expect will be put in place after a few weeks after this. So mine's based on something I actually see as younger, and it was watching my brother in a tournament he played when they were playing. I think he were probably eight aside at that point. I suppose your cousin Bob would have been playing as well, actually. Baller. Yeah, well, both of them. I've got to say, Dominic and Eric here. As it goes to the game, finishes after 90 minutes. Extra time is just so there's going to be some extra time. And what's going to happen is every I'm going three minutes, but I'm not to, to I'm, I, can, I can be persuaded on three minutes, I can go to five, maybe five. Both teams have to take off a player. And I'm thinking, I, again, I'm willing to be persuaded that this is the forum you can decide with me. I'm thinking, at what point do we take make them take the goalie off to make it more exciting? Maybe like the third instance, you've got to take the goalie off. The pitch stays the same size, so both teams got to take a player off their choice who they take, and they just keep going. And I, I, I was going, I think, operating on a next goal the winner. So I'm, I'm going to take Max's original idea of golden goal and put it into mine. So I'll have to copyright Max on that one, but I'm going to say so. You take a player off and you just keep going. And yeah, I seen it in action when I was, when I, I think I Dominic actually scored the winner as well, if I remember correctly, but. Yeah, that's all my no air, no cranes, maybe no excitement as well. I don't know, but right, realistically, Tosh, what happens if no one scores? Oh, come on, Sean, it's going down. It's basically going to go down to a big game of shooting, isn't it? One v one. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, what if no one scores after five? Keep going with no players on the pitch. Oh no! Once it gets down to the last, like I might even make the limit like three. So, oh, yeah, okay. you've just got to stop and you just got to carry on then. And again, if maybe if you can't score with only three people on the pitch, we just say neither of you deserve to win. Then you can just take the goalie off then. No, I think the goalie off earlier is me thinking, make it a bit more exciting. But yeah, 
that they can come in the uh, the final stages when FIFA are looking to implement it. They might have a say on that, but yeah, that's mine. Any other thoughts, Callum? What do you reckon? I think it's a it's a good shout. I think it's. I don't know if anyone watched the TST sevens. Match you possibly did over in America in, in this uh, the summer. It was that kind of sort of celebrity sportsman tournament yeah, with the million pound prize. They had something similar at the end of the game. Um, I don't know what the thing was a TST time or something like that, where they had players taken off one at a time um, at the end at the end of the game to to have a winner. All their games needed to have winners. They done it a bit differently though. So what they had is say a game was I don't know, say teams winning three, three, one, it would be first to four in like this little added added time, and you'd keep taking a player off. Um so it didn't matter who was the first to four, or if you know if it was four, it would be first to five or whatever it was, and they'd take a player off every thing of every 30 seconds or something. What was your what was your sort of time for, for a player to be brought off? Mm. Three minutes, I'm gone. Three minutes. Any consideration on that time, or was it just the... Well, my initial thought was it's a tenth of the 30. But then, yeah, I just think, yeah, I don't need to put it at, like, three minutes. Everyone wants to get home, don't they? No one wants to stick around. Yeah, and see yeah. ball boys kicking footies yeah. off. By the time my game's finished, they're still uh, they're still putting the keys in the ignition of the crane in, Sean. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> there's, uh, there's got to be that considered. I, like, I think it'd, it'd be... Exciting, be very open. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting as well in terms of tactically who you take off. Yeah, end up it's, a new being like a Yeah, which is a oh, him on me. Do both <laughs> these days defend and attack. Um, yeah, I like it, Tosh. I mean, it's a, it's a fun shout. Right, come on then, Bob. So, with the number of uh, new stadiums being built with retractable pitches, I think mine's already on to a winner, really. I was going to say, I like, I like where we're going already there. Yeah, so um, rather than having a another surface for like a concert or some snide American sport, I propose that all new stadiums are fitted with the field for my proposal here so i'm going for something with similar levels of like required physical prowess and tactical nous but there is like an added element of peril with the risk of going in the drink (laughs) so i'm putting forward that all new stadiums are fitted with a takeshi's castle style assault course below the football pitch so there will be no need for cranes you just press a button the pictured um the pictured go away essentially and then there'd, there'd be a bit of a drink and an assault an assault course to play rounds like bridge ball wipe house knock knock velcro fly or skipping stones which was always a belter go ahead my thing is bob i mean i was a big Takeshi's castle fan when I was younger. No one ever won it. I know, yeah, but I'm hoping that it'd be like more dangerous, this version of it, so there'd be injuries and stuff like that, and it, you'd go through the whole team, and it was essentially the last man standing. And you wouldn't have that um, daft game. Can we game tackle the get... Hunger Games? <laughs> yeah, essentially. Okay. Uh, no, it, I, 
I wouldn't go to the level of like the final round where they're on that those like bumper cars and they have those little. Yeah, you could, you, that would be <laughs> stupid. So it just you just have like bridge ball and stuff like that, and you just be like somebody in the crowd would be able to pelt a boulder at Mo Salah. Ball boys, like the ball boys, yeah. Ball boys. The ball no, boys no, probably. no. Getting the, getting the fans involved. Football without fans, nothing. Same as Tessie's castle as well. Yeah. You two need to come together and make a show. Combine your two things, hosted by Andy Answer on top of a crane. And we, need, we don't we don't need a crane. It'd be at Bramley Moor would be perfect for it because there's a drink right next to it. That's a very good point, Bob. We could just ask all the fans to leave the ground and stand on the dock. Oh, I think I think yeah. he will be. I don't think you need to worry about that. He probably will be. <laughs> I like the way you said, like, yeah, we don't need the crane. We're just gonna press this button and all that's gonna happen as if like yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, Sean, the... you should have just said, Oh no, sack the crane off. I'm just gonna press a button and the balls drop out the sky. Yeah. No, he said, I'm going to press a button and the pitch will just go away. <laughs> I can't I think of the word. I'd already oh. said retractable too many times, so I just said go yeah. away instead. Uh, I'm glad you thought it through, Bob. Yeah. I like it, though. Uh, yeah. No yeah. critique there, so I think I'm yeah, well, no, straight I, on the problem... island. Jason Kumas is having a good game of the bridge ball here. <laughs> my problem with footballers these days is they're all media trained and already boring. Exactly. Imagine how much imagine how much personality to bring out. Imagine Jack Grealish on Bridgeball. That would be great. Or imagine Tom Davis on Wipeout. Which one's Already, that? The one when they're like on a almost like a hoverboard, like a skateboard kind of thing. Ah, yeah. Was it Takeshi's Castle where we used to have to run at the door and some of them didn't open as well? Is that yeah, one of the that, <laughs> knock, knock. I like that one. Yeah. And you should have some of them in like the crowd as well for all the people doing a runner early. Like, yeah. just add the extra sort of level to it. You could just yeah. do the bumper cars one where they're trying to shoot the balloon. No, he said he wasn't yeah, doing that, Max. You can't do that because that no one ever won because of that, that round's too bad. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm 30. I still don't understand that round. <laughs> I don't, I, know I, I don't think I ever really understood any of Takeshi's Castle. No, I didn't, to be fair. Were you listening yeah. to the Japanese version or something? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I feel like I was listening to Japanese oh, yes, and Rune 5 with some of them ideas, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's made a comeback as well. Should have had, should have put that forward for comebacks last week because it's back with Ramesh Ranganathan. Yeah, he's on it. Yeah. Right, all, then, all, uh, the all the more reason for me to win this week. I usually write down all the ideas so I can remember at the end and say, <laughs> do a little review with them, but I'm actually, I don't think I'm bothered with that, so if you... Just write down just go to X and uh, try and work out which one of the pick, which one of the uh, selections is your pick, because I haven't got a clue, so a, pretty, a very enjoyable Maroon 5, there's some very good ideas, so uh, go to X and put your vote in. Some very good ideas, and then Bob's. Good. Nice one. Right. Should we move on to keeping up appearances then? I'm pressed for time, yeah. yeah. So, we've made a slight change this week because we have chosen our game. We've done that a few times so far and then chosen different fixtures because we don't want to just keep doing the same big teams. Because we've chosen Everton United, we've decided to mix up our wheel. So, in our wheel this week, we've got a big, a fairly big Premier League fixture. We've got a smaller Premier League fixture and then we've also decided to sneak in a little championship fixture. Don't be too alarmed, though, because the two teams in the championship game are Premier League mainstays of the past, anyway. They've both spent a fair bit of time 
in the Premier League. So our games this week are Man City against Liverpool, Burnley against West Ham, and Stoke against Blackburn. Let's spin the wheel. And our game this week is Stoke against Blackburn. So we got our very Ooh, first championship game. It's a proper Brexit game, that isn't it? What are the chances of that one? Right, then get us the magic number, Sean. Come on. Okay. Okay, so parameters are the same as ever. 50 and 450. And our number this week is... 431. Ooh. I think that's the highest we've ever had, yeah. 400 and what? 31. I think, this could be I think, way off. I think, big, I think big would be better, though, really. You should be able to get... I don't know, though, because I could probably think of like players that play for Stoke for a season or two, but I, thought I wouldn't... like. How many seasons is this? Like... Yeah. 10. 10. Yeah. Again, you're going to have to keep your answers. Only say one as well, because I reckon there's going to be a limited pick, so don't go yeah. around saying... We've got a song for the week as well. We need like an American theme on, don't we? Where are the kids in America? Yeah. No, the theme tune to Takeshi's Castle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, Bob. And also, that'll sway voters. Or American, knew it. Or American oh. idiot. I yeah, said that. <sighs> what are we going for, then? American idiot. Who wants to do it? Max, can you do it? Come <laughs> on, do the link for us. As the American Idiot. As the American Idiot, the song of the week is American Idiot. Nice. nice. I agree. What a, what a pro. <laughs> He's done this Oh, before. yeah. Make sure you specify by Green Day. How long do we get to think? Because we all, so what we do, Max, we, put, we all put our headphones in and listen to American Idiot. And then when it's finished, we answer. So uh-huh. go on. You, you do that, go on. Yeah, I'll do it right now. I've <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> I'm going Scotty down. <laughs> Do there's many players who would have played that amount of games for, for either of those clubs? Probably not now, it's a fair point. I think it'll be close. Even my he's just a player I think has played the longest, but I don't think he'd be I don't think he'd be near it. Like it's only like eleven seasons for a club like one of these clubs. And where possibly, do you like possibly even twelve? Well Blackburn was probably in the Premier League for longer, right? So they aren't they more likely to have someone because if like Stoke were up and down. Yeah, yeah I just think that in terms of like cup runs and that. Yeah. Like, they won't be like the playing Look if they want to be playing football for what, teams a season. Which team have you gone, Max? I think I'm going Blackburn, but should I be prefacing this by saying this could be way off? Like, way off. <laughs> it's, it's caught on. Mitch. It's caught on. Over. We've done Max over here by bringing him on. Thing, and he's got Blackburn Stoke. I know, but that's, that's how the wheel works. Well. No predicting that. I mean, to be fair, like, how much have any of us watched Stoke or Blackburn over the last how long have you been in America Max? No, and then more the fact is one his chance to be do keeping up appearances. He could have got like Man City Liverpool and he's doing Blackburn uh, so I don't mean yeah, I don't say he's gonna get any worse than us. So I'm getting a feeling you're feeling the championship <laughs> edition. No, I like it, but it's just the numbers, the numbers done us over. Yeah, the numbers. <laughs> okay. 
You got one shield. I've got a couple of Blackburn, but I haven't got a clue. I've got an obvious one. But it all, but I can't even think of an obvious one for Blackburn. Have you got Blackburn, Carlos? Though Blackburn, I thought mine was obvious for Blackburn. I but... imagine it's probably the same one then. But I've got a few others as well. Like, oh, do you want me to go first, Sean, and you can just pick who you need. If you've got another, oh, no, go on, you go first. Okay, are we all ready? Yeah, I've I've got. Hopefully, I've got enough options. Ready, Max? I've only got. Yeah. I've only got one, so I'm going to have to count. Okay. One. So then it was a, a huge number this week for a hard game. Thinking of it, looking at someone who's played as close to 10, 11 seasons as possible. I actually don't think my player has played that. I just think it's probably somewhere between 5 and 10 that they had at this club. Um, I tried to go with the player I think probably played most games that they were there. Um, but yeah, I think possibly with everyone this week, I think we're probably all going to be like hundreds off to be honest and just see what happens but given that we're celebrating Thanksgiving and we have our American friend here ah. I am going to go with Brad Friedel thanks Callum <laughs> Jeff Cameron it is fair play Callum yeah sounds good he was probably there for, I honestly don't even know how long he must have been there seven eight years at least I reckon wasn't yeah. surely yeah I don't think he got and to again, 10 he's playing, but... he's playing every single game isn't he my one again, I can genuinely think of one player I think would be close across either teams, and that person is Ryan Shawcross. Sorry, I thought I thought it was muted. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. I think it was. Um, and I thought we were going to have that one. Sorry. Yeah, same sort of thing. It's a calendar. Good job. Really hard. Good job with X three. Yeah, well, you can go next. You definitely get yours in. Yeah, same. Not even sure how long he was there. Obviously, he must have played in the Prem for six, seven years with the Stoke. He was there just before, there just after. He started as a United product, I think, might have been. Came yeah, to the United was, yeah. Academy. Yeah. Dog of a player, but um, yeah, that was literally the only one that I could think of for either team. I think Friedel's a pretty good shout, to be honest, but I think he didn't say didn't have him. Did he end up at um, Inter Miami? Ryan oh. Shawcross. Honestly, sure, he went to America. He did, he did, he did go, go to America. Nice, uh, yeah. Well, we've got one person on who we could ask, couldn't we? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start checking as we're going now. So, just to speed it up. Who's going next then? Bob's already had two of his taken, so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind, Matt. Dad, are you going next? I'll go. There's only one. So, uh, I went for. A player who I think was there a while, but I don't I don't think he's anywhere I don't think he's actually anywhere near four hundred and what was it, four hundred and thirty one. A, a streets won't forget type player, Morgan Gamps Pedersen. Ooh. Baller. What a left peg. <laughs> Some player, yeah. That's oh yeah, you get you get points for just a good shout anyway, even if it's not even if it's not close. Yeah, that probably you'd imagine slightly less, but he was there a good while. That's what I was thinking that I think it won't be you got to have like a usually it's like someone like Blackburn. If anyone was that good who could have a career for that long, would probably moved on at some point. Yeah, I agree. Reasonable. Do you want to go, Sean? Or I've got loads, you know. I mean, they're, all, they're all definitely miles not, off, could be way off. Yeah, but okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be to the last. Okay, 
Um, I'll go for someone, another streets won't forget player, but for a calamitous attempt at a flick. I think while he was at Birmingham, uh, I'm going for David Dunn. He was one of mine there. Sorry, but you can, at least you can put the clip on on the socials. Yeah, yeah. Do you have two spells there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Between yeah, wedged between that. Uh, spell at Birmingham probably would have made more, but he was quite injury prone, wasn't he? And also that that, that clip just ended them, didn't it? Like, because yeah. Stock and AM took hold of that, and it was game over. He was, it <laughs> was the very first meme, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, was he the um, the taxi one on Soccer AM? Was yeah, that ta- one. Yeah, was that him? That, that segment. Yeah, <laughs> great video though. Steve Brucey loving it, Brucey laughing. <laughs> Put the bacon one back in, Sean. <laughs> I'll be honest, I might take a bit of a punt here because yeah, I've got quite a few. I've already checked three of them. I've got quite a few um, options, but I don't think any of them are there that long. I'm going to take a punt on someone. I'm not actually 100% sure they play for Blackburn. Is he Croatian? <laughs> <laughs> this might be stupid. The fact I'm doing this. No, no, just ask, are you asking? So you you're not sure he played for Blackburn, but you think he might have played 400 times for Blackburn. No, is what you're saying. No, if he if he if he did play when I think he played, I think he won the league with them, but I can't be 100 sure. Why do you think he then played 400 times for them? Because if he played oh. around then, and he was still remember. playing, because I remember where he went after Black, where I think he was at Blackburn. And I think before Blackburn as well. You know what? Okay. This could be absolutely stupid. Spit it out, Sean. I'm going to go for Tim Flowers. He was genuinely in my head, you know. Did he play for Blackburn? And he played Blackburn. Yeah, he definitely did play for Blackburn. I just thought I knew he also, because I knew he played with Letizia at Southampton before. Yeah, and he, played, he played for Leicester as well. Because I knew, like, he... Letizia, even you know that brilliant goal Letizia scores, um, yeah. and, and he talks about because he knew him, he knew him like he always said he was going to score or something like that. I also think was Tim Flowers the only one who saved a penalty from him. No, that was um, makes you think. Oh, what was his name? I can't remember, but wasn't it? I was on I was on the rest of the football podcast last week. It was someone who saved Alan Shearer's right. penalty as well. Rival, rival. Don't you ever mention another podcast on this one, Pat Max? <laughs> the only podcast you talk about. I thought you were going to say a different Tim than Tim Sherwood. I don't think he was there that long, though, was he? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Did he go to Tottenham? Was he at Tottenham after Blackburn? Yeah. But probably a bit after, actually. Honestly, I, don't know. For... I never knew he was like. He went to Tottenham as like working for them. Um, I think I've got all the numbers already, actually. My other one thinking, I was thinking Brett Emerton, similar to Morgan yeah. Gams Pedersen, yeah. but again, I, I... Same, I have no idea how, many, how long he was there for. He just seemed to be there for ages, but also very injury prone. What was the I, thought, I was looking at that. It was four three one. I was looking at that. I was thinking about that team from like early two thousand. So I had like Lucas Neal, but I don't think he was there that long. And I had Gary Flickcroft as well. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I only remember that at Blackburn. So I don't know. <laughs> Should have said him just for his name. Yeah. Did you get the sticker book out this week? Did you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually? Obviously not. I don't even know where it is. And I was moved it probably because if when we were doing house viewings, imagine they see a little mini sticker book on the table. <laughs> we're not buying this house of these freaks. <laughs> Let's do a Blackburn fans. You go, 
safe hands. Yeah, true. Was Robbie Savage there a while? I was thinking him from like that that time before he was there. Probably probably is. Down on it. Birmingham was he, and then he went to Derby. Oh yeah, they started Leicester as well. United and then Crew wasn't it? I think, but yeah, main main part was Crew, I suppose. Um, I think I've got all the numbers. I think I've done it. <laughs> That's not one, good. One that, terrible that guess. Not good laugh. <laughs> one terrible guess. I actually, I, I'm gonna just double check because I reckon I'm not gonna spoil who it was, but who's, who's the bad one is? But I bet he's thinking now. He wishes he'd pick Gary Flickcroft. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, good. Oh no, it looks right to go into wiki similar sort of thing. <laughs> and we have a guest. Remember, the person in fifth gets zero points. Sure, yeah. gets zero points then. So the guests of this week a really, <laughs> really difficult number. I wish we'd had the four thirty for some a different club. We might get that in the future. That'd, that'd be a bit interesting. But actually, not bad guesses. I don't think, apart from Tim Flowers, which was unfortunately two hundred twenty-five appearances out. So he had 206 appearances, but he was going last. There was other picks picked. So, yeah, I think that can be uh, excused maybe this week. The rest were all in double figures out, so no one else was triple figures out. So not bad guessing. So in fourth place with 348 appearances and 83 out was Morton Gamst Pedersen. I still think a good guess. That for someone, I wouldn't have thought he was that high. So that's a, that's a good guess. So Max would be in a fourth place. In third place, quite close with 357. So 74 appearances out was Brad Friedel. So Callum in third, getting two points. In second place with 376 appearances was David Dunn. Baller. Yeah, very good guess. And finally, in first, also the person Bob did want to pick as well was Ryan Shawcross with 453 appearances, so 22 oh. out, all according to transfer market. So I take the four points this week. Congratulations. First, four points, for, first four points for a while. I haven't had a four points for a while, so I needed that just to give me lead a bit of a boost. Did it go to into Miami? Did he, yeah? Mm-hmm. Wrapping up, Sean. Can I just throw it out there that I did also have Friedel and David Dunn, but I let people go first, so I'm not that much of an idiot. You get to go first next week. How many did Gary Flickcroft have? 270-odd, so still miles off. Yeah, you have, I'm surprised that your Gary Flickcroft knowledge isn't as good as I thought it was. I know. Well, no one else was thinking about him. I like I like throwing a little uh, yeah, no, ball good. I liked sometimes. it. I liked it. Some people just play it down the line, don't they? And go Brad Friedel and Morton Gamps Pedersen. I like mixing <laughs> it up a bit. Right, if we have a quick look then at our newest league table. Tosh still on top, as I think he has been all season now. He's on 45 points. Bob's in second place on 41. Callum's in third place on 40. And Sean, no change at all after that dire performance <laughs> with 34 points. Did Kieran Dyer play for either of them? I wish. He just got better than Flowers. <laughs> right, another good episode there, I think. We had 
some passionate Everton chat, followed by a little preview of the upcoming United game, which hopefully will be exciting. We've got our predictions in. Maroon 5 was arguably our least structured and most chaotic to date, but I enjoyed it anyway. I hope you all did at home. And then keeping up appearances with a little change, we had two former Premier League teams who are now playing the Championship, and it was a challenging one. Again, hopefully you had a good go at home. There might not have been many options to go with, but hopefully it was a bit of a challenge for you like it was for us. So tune in to Everton United at the weekend and join us next week for what should be a very special episode if all things go to plan. So see you then. Hey, good job, boys. Well done. Nice one, Max. You were good on there. Yeah. So you'll be welcome back. Very professional. Yeah. No, it's fun. I love it. I thought you were awesome, to be honest. (laughs) <laughs> that was good that I enjoyed that and I, I, like I said like, I absolutely love it I look forward to Fridays listening to it <laughs> like you know you, honestly because you don't you don't get like it reminds me of like when we're talking in the pub yeah that was the you idea of it when you started it wasn't it sure well that's so what I, it was based on wasn't it that we yeah. played that game in the pub or a similar game it wasn't and even then, in the pub it was in your house yeah it was but it started <laughs> it, it was like we were in the pub then went to our but yeah, but then even like Jamie Hutchinson on that clip, he says, doesn't he? Like, it's just like being with your mates, which I think that's quite a nice thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You don't get that here at all. Like, there's what is like pop culture stuff. different and like sports culture? Both completely different, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's terrible to be honest.